Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Please leave a message after the tone. Hello, my name is Adam Sandler, and welcome to So 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 Sandler's. The Sandman Movie Podcast. A gabagoo! Shut up! Hello and welcome to So Sandler's Pod, the Adam Sandler podcast, a podcast where we discuss the movies of famed, disgraced footballer Adam Sandler. My name is Kerry Johnson. As always, I am joined by my dearest friend and co-host, Matt Wilstenholm. Hello, hello. We're back. We are, after a long month of... <laughs> life. I've just been... Yeah, life. I've been ill. It's, it's just been tough to... Try to sort uh, sort something out, Matt. I I don't know if you've noticed, but uh, we had uh, something was a little different at the start of the episode there. So what we've done is we have had a rebrand because we were getting way too many messages on Instagram saying, "Guys, what the fuck? This isn't the Sandman by Neil Gaiman podcast. You're talking about Adam Sandler. Stop causing confusion." So. People, the people were not happy. <laughs> nah, fuck him. We're um, not the Sandman. You got damn right. Yeah, we we just thought we the truth. We just thought we'd have a little rebrand. So when people put in Adam Sandler's name on Spotify or whatever, we're the second result. So easier for people to find. God damn right. You gotta get yourselves so, out there. You gotta get ourselves out there. <laughs> Um, and saying so, so, so sandless, it's a bit of a tongue twister, and it's, uh, it's a bit tiring, I'm not going to lie to you. I, I won't lie to you <laughs> at all. So, a month away, a lot has actually happened in Sandler news. I, I don't know, he's gone back out on tour, so he's been doing a lot of gigs lately, uh, preparing for his next stand-up set, and a video release yesterday as of day of recording with an actor on actor. I don't know if you've seen this, where Adam Sandler and Brendan Fraser just Adam Sandler and Brendan Fraser just have a chat one to one for thirty five minutes and they're just talking about the I'm life. very I'm very pleased that Brendan Fraser is now like 
back in popular culture, just just like a bro now again. He he looked like he needed it. <laughs> yeah, he's looking good. He, he, he looking is looking good, a lot better. And yeah, Sandler was saying like they they were talking about airheads and. They both agreed that's the most fun that they've ever had on set. And look what they've done since then. True. It was just a very nice uh, very nice conversation that they were having. And Sandler was saying how happy he was that Brendan Fraser was back like in the limelight rather than doing stuff that nobody really were getting their eyes on. I think he's probably going to win the Oscar this year for The Whale. For The, the Whale? Yeah. So I've not watched we'll it. See. I saw an advert for it the other day, or like a poster for it. Yeah, I think I just it saw Brendan Fraser's face. <laughs> it just looks like a very depressing uh, movie, which the Oscars obviously love. And Sam was robbed back in 2019, whatever it was. Right. This week's movie. It's a movie that we've watched once we were kids, and a movie that we watched. A little over a month ago. <laughs> so, so we're here to talk about it now with... <laughs> while it's fresh in our memories. Yeah, while it's uh, nice and fresh. And the movie we are talking about this week is The Longest Yard. For 364 days a year, the inmates at West Texas Federal Prison are chained up and beat down. We got us a fine prison guard laid down here. I pulled strings, called in quite a few favors to get you here. Why would you go and do that? You're gonna put together a team of inmates to play against my guards. His team is robber good. Colonel Santa's been eating his own chicken. But for one day... Hey, freak, you've got some visitors. They're free. The warden wants us to put a football team together. Not interested. We're playing the guards. To fight back, I'm in. He's in. Adam Sandler. Hey, you haven't played in years. Why can't I be quarterback, huh? Hit me, I'm open. Hey, hey. That's the reason. Sit down and shut up. Chris Rock. Man, I'm so bad at sports, they used to pick me after the white kids. And Burt Reynolds. Looks like you could use some help here. This time, it's the convict's turn to lay down the law. There goes the neighborhood. <laughs> I think he might make the team. 35. Well, if we got to cut him, you're doing it. The Longest Yard. Who are we going to crush? The Who are we going to kill? The Who are we going to kiss? The guards! Gotcha. The Longest Yard is a 2005 sports comedy film directed by Peter Segal and written by Sheldon Turner. It stars Adam Sandler, Chris Rock, James Cronwell, Nelly, William Fitchner, and Burt Reynolds, along with a long, long list of cops and inmates and everything that we're going to go over now in a second, because that list is ridiculous. There's a fucking big cast in this. <laughs> it's um, a remake of the 1974 film The Longest Yard, where Burt Reynolds played Sandler's character. So, yes, it's nice that he's back. In 
I'm third lead, second lead. It all depends on how you look at the film. But yeah, Longest Yard, what's your history with it? I mean, let's be honest, we're, um, I'm English, so I've definitely watched Meme Machine before I watched this. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, this is fucking great. I've seen this a bunch of times. Yeah, it's the same. Over, I, I... Uh, since it came out, this is fucking great. I think this is the first, uh, through watching all of these, I think this is the first where you see a sort of shift in how Sandler's movies look. This one feels like I, the first one I where agree. there's a bit more budget where it's than a movie. was before. <laughs> yeah, it, it looks like a movie rather than... It's so hard to describe, but yeah. like his movies don't look like movies before this. You're right. Like, we've, we've talked about it like every week, but like how it just it doesn't feel like a film. But <laughs> this one's the first one that looks like, even though they've had multi million dollar budgets before. Oh, yeah, like first, this isn't even his biggest like... movie. Like, it's just, <laughs> I, I don't know, maybe, maybe it's a shift to higher quality cameras. Who knows? Honestly, no yeah, idea. Do. So, Matt, um, the first thing we like to do on this. Uh, podcast is a little segment called Curb That Blurb. So what I've done is I have found a plot synopsis online and you've got to let me know whether you want to curb that blurb. And by curb, I mean take it outside, make it bite the pavement and kick it in the back of the head. Bear in mind I wrote this a month ago when it was all still relevant to competition that was going on between the both of us. Okay? So, Danny, the meme machine Go on, sorry. <laughs> no, go on. No, go, go on. on. You go. I Danny. knew you were going to do this, and I was going to do the same thing. <laughs> oh, you son of a bitch. Vinnie Jones is a retired footballer and former captain of England who was banned from football for life for fixing an unspecified match they played against Germany. And then that video came out but before the Wales-England game where Vinnie Jones was like, I am so torn between... Wales and England. Vinnie Jones had like 14 appearances for Wales. <laughs> the greatest Welsh footballer of all time. Vinnie what? Jones. <laughs> I'm the juggernaut, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck. Um, it, if you, if you need that... Nine, <laughs> nine, nine appearances for Wales between 94 and 97. Oh, come on, Vinnie Jones. <laughs> Play the game. It, it, that's that's um that's that, a better turnout than uh, Ryan Giggs. Nine appearances for Wales. <laughs> but yeah, razzle razzle dazzle was all over the pitch back in the nineties. That would have been a lot funnier before the uh, the three 0 defeat and getting kicked out of the groups. Oh, I mean, you made it. You made it. That's the most important bit. That's the important thing. First time since uh, 1958. It's like the 50s, right? The World Cup. Yes. First time in the World Cup in 64 years. It put the Welsh language and the Welsh people on the world stage. It let a lot of people know that we were our own little country. And apart from Qatar, we were the smallest country who qualified for the World Cup. So... And the, the amount of people who are still showing pride and still wearing their bucket hats out and everything is ridiculous. Like, it, it, it's crazy what it's done for, like, the kids and just the people of Wales. 
even though we scored one goal, which was a penalty from Gareth Bale. Yeah. Yeah, the boys. <laughs> yeah, the boys. <laughs> nah, um, it's a good thing. You sh- it's sick of, like, oh, I'm in Australia as well, but, like, yeah. it's good over here. It's been really great over here to see everyone. Every, everyone with the Socceroos. 6am to watch the game the other day, and it was, like, it was decently busy considering people in Australia don't give a fuck about football. Yeah. Because what? They still look... AFL and rugby is probably still the biggest in... AFL is their biggest sport. Then it's yeah. rugby league. And then rugby union and football basically just toss up between the both. It's probably football's probably bigger than rugby union, but maybe not. I don't know. You really don't get a lot of people playing like union over here. No. Oh, okay. No, it's like if anyone that's from Australia, like if you ask someone to play Union, they just say, that's for posh boys at school. <laughs> oh, well, it is everyone a posh boys sport. It is. It, but it's a posh boys no, sport everywhere like, except for in Wales. Yeah, fair. Like, that, that's the truth about Rugby Union. It's all private school boys. No, it is. You're right. And as soon as you go to uni, you understand those people are different. Yeah. <laughs> they... they get their dicks out in the back of the bus and on the way into town. But <laughs> I've actually found a proper plot synopsis here and it's come from amazon.co.uk and it says, comedy about the pro quarterback Paul Crew and former college champion and coach Nate Scarborough who are doing time in the same prison. Asked to put together a team of inmates to take on the guards. Crew enlists the help of Scarborough to coach the inmates to victory in a football game. Picks to turn out quite another way. Have I lost you? I'm st- I'm still here. Oh fuck! You were just so still. I thought it was frozen. <laughs> no, I'm still here. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking Drax over here. Jesus Christ. Fuck <laughs> <laughs> uh. okay. Ah, you know what? We'll let it walk. Let, let, let it walk. Okay. Yeah, it's not terrible. Yeah. No, it's not. But I mentioned the prison, mentioned the football, mentioned, yeah. I think uh, we let that walk. Um, I've also found some reviews be- quickly before we get into the the, the cast of the movie. Um, so this one comes from Frank Houston from Palm Beach Daily News, and he says, three decades after the original, all the rough edges have uh, been sanded off, and the film has been given the obvious spoon-fed approach of a Hollywood summer movie. And the only reason I picked this uh, review is because I think Frank Houston missed a trick, and he said, he should have said, all the rough edges have been Sandled off. Oh, he's fucked it. He's ruined his entire. You've just ruined his entire review with one comment. I love it. I, I've ruined his entire career. This is like everything else is now invalid because he didn't write that. <laughs> that's that's exactly what I was thinking. He he missed the trick, like completely missed the trick. <laughs> and these reviews are supposed to be full of puns. Then oh, I've got one from <laughs> one star from Dun Kirat. And they say, a mean-spirited deflation void of laughs, empathy, or entertainment. Haven't hated a Sandman movie this much since the cornea decay and debut going overboard. I don't want anyone, I don't want to hear anyone complain about Jack and Jill ever again. That's a very unpopular opinion. <laughs> this movie's, yeah. 
This is better than going overboard, and I'm 160% sure this is going to be better than Jack and Jill. Never watched Jack and Jill. I'll, I'll say this again, I've said it before, not looking forward to it, but I guarantee this is better. I, I'll give you a spoiler. Jack and Jill starts with a Dunkin' Donuts ad, and it ends with a Dunkin' Donuts ad. Oh, right. That's you can see how that movie's going then. <laughs> That's how it starts and ends. And then, um, <sighs> then I've got five stars from Pachani, and uh, they say, yeah, I've been drinking, but this is a landmark in the history of cinema. The best of Sandler's second decade. I'll be showing this to my kid for sure. I agree with that. Good yeah. fucking movie. I'll show this to my kids. 100%. Fucking hell. This and... is one of the best ones. This is probably one of the most family-friendly ones as well. It, it mentions... Oh, maybe not, but... <laughs> <laughs> it, it mentions Sandler's second decade, and I think, I think that touches back on what we mentioned earlier. It's the first film that feels like it looks well. Not from, first film that looks like a movie. Yeah, looks like a proper movie. Yeah, so I, I think Sandler's first decade goes from, like, I'd say Billy Madison to 51st Dates. Then this probably goes from here to whatever he did just before Jack and Jill. That's my boy. Free Netflix, I reckon. Yeah, and then the third lot would be. The ridiculous sex the where he is now. Yeah. Break it up. Yeah, all right. I can see that. I wonder where this one goes to. What what, what movies has Adam Sandler been in? Sorry, let me just... Adam Sandler film... I don't think I've seen, like, half... Like, at least 70% of his movies from, like, between 2010 and 16. This... Um... So I think the last one I saw in cinema would have been That's My Boy. Yeah. So Jesus, I definitely didn't watch that in the cinema. That was like a fucking <laughs> this probably released the DVD special. This second decade probably ends with just go with it, all grown ups. And then looking it ends with grown ups. Yeah. And then okay. Jack and Jill up to probably Pixels and then Ridiculous Six to wherever he is now. With the shit. Because Grown Ups is a good movie. Grown Ups is a good movie. I'll Grown Ups is... happily defend Grown Ups every time someone gives it shit. But then Grown Ups 2 is a load of dog shit. Yeah, um, but I don't I don't care. It's still funny. It's it's I'm not a my... good movie. It's got some good laughs, that's about it. <laughs> my, my my mother's just walking around. I don't know what she's doing. She's looking for a Christmas jumper. She's gone out with her friends today, and she's looking for a Christmas jumper. Is that well, she's got to look good in the Christmas jumper. Well, she's got a Christmas scarf. Nice. No, she's rushing off. Give her the whale's hat. <laughs> she looks nazzy. <laughs> it's, it's so cold up here. I, I can't do that. Um, yeah, so it probably ends with... <laughs> yeah, it probably ends with pixels. Third decade. Right, we're, yeah, off, we're, we're off track. I don't even yeah. know where we are anymore. <laughs> Um, we are, uh, Sanders decades. Okay. And then, uh, Rotten Tomatoes. What do you think the critics give this? Oh, probably like, see, they can't have been that, like, have that harsh to this. Surely not. <laughs> so like 55% maybe. So the critics give this a 31%. Um, what? What do you, yeah. 31? <laughs> are you fucking joking? <laughs> 
31%. Oh, no. I know I shouldn't be surprised, but that's that's ridiculous. That's that's the most egregious one we've had so far. That's just fucking bollocks. It's just not true. And I, I, th- I think you're going to be surprised with the uh, audience rating as well. Oh, God. So, Good what, surprise. Yeah. I'm going to be shocked. What do, that's, oh. what do you think the audience gave this? Like, I feel like this has to be a decently high one for the audience. Like, this has to be a 70%, surely. 62%. Oh, that's, that's just not high enough. But, uh, all right. Uh, and then, yeah. 31 and 62. Uh, yeah. I, I get it, I guess. No, I don't. Uh, I, don't. I don't get it. Absolutely not. And then the, the box office, the budget was $90 million and it grossed $191 million at the box office. Smashed so, it. It's not the biggest budget so far. I think Little Nick... Going over double your money in 2005 and like $200 million is a good fucking return. Yeah. But the budget itself is not, not the biggest one we've seen at all. And then... This is going to be very tedious, but I've got a list of the cast here, but I think it needs to be read through. Oh, no, we should definitely go through this cast because it's actually okay. mental. Like, just going through, I don't think people <laughs> will remember, like, how many people are actually in this. It's fucking nuts. Okay. It, it, it's crazy. <laughs> it, it is actually mad. So it's broken the up. Wikipedia, the Wikipedia page has, a, has, like, a good breakdown. Yeah, so that's what I've copied. It's been copied, okay. uh, broken down into cons, guards, and other. Okay? Yes. So, cons. We've got Adam Sandler as Paul Wrecking Crew, quarterback. Chris Rock as Kevin. This could take a while. <laughs> <laughs> Nelly as Earl Maggot. Burt Reynolds as Coach Scarborough. Bob Shap, who as Swistowski, who is a kickboxer um he's a mixed, mixed martial, martial arts fighter in yeah. japan or like okay. he's american but we he's a returner he was in um big stan i can't remember big stan at all good we've got uh david patrick kelly as unger yep and david patrick kelly is just a musician and just a uh, musician you, 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 I, I didn't mean just musician. He's a musician, actor, <laughs> um, lyricist, everything. Nah. The Warriors is a great film. Then we've got Terry Crews as Cheeseburger. Nick Taturo as Brucey. Brother w- watching this, Yeah, watching this movie, I was like, this role is written for John Taturo, 100%. <laughs> <laughs> See, I'm... <laughs> So, uh, <laughs> there's another person who's in this who has a podcast, and John Tutor- sorry, Nicholas Totoro is on it, and they're talking together. The other person's Joey Diaz. Um, and oh, yeah, they're just, okay. they talk about this, um, filming this movie a lot. And they're like, I'm watching him, I didn't realize he was John Totoro's brother because I didn't know his full name. Yeah. And watching him do everything, it's so like, it's ridiculous. They're just the same person. Like, <laughs> He's amazing at this, by the way. Bruce he's, 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 he's might be the best character in the whole film. I, I think he is the best character. But watch it like, <laughs> this was written for John Turturro, and then I found out that they were brothers afterwards. I was like, okay, yeah. that, that makes a lot of sense. <laughs> uh, Bill, Bill Goldberg as Joey Battle Battagilo. Again, another big actor. Oh, no, he's not. He's wrestler Bill Goldberg. 
Um, Steve Revis as Billy Babyface Bob. Who's Steve Revis? See, it, his best known films, it says Fargo. Like, I've seen Fargo and it was a long time ago. And I don't remember him. But he's a, he's a big Native American yeah. guy. Just the big. He's the guy in the movie with like the big scar on his face that does the commentary yeah. for the for the, the football uh, game for the game at the end. Uh, Lobo Sebastian yeah. as Torres, um, <laughs> Dalip Sang Rana as Tuli, also known as the Big Kali, the Great Kali, <laughs> the Great Kali. Um, yeah, Joey <laughs> Diaz as Big Tony, Eddie Bunkers, uh, Uncle Sticky Joey, Uncle <laughs> Joey Diaz. <laughs> Um, yeah, this Eddie Bunker, he, he's an ex-con, and he was the, the really, really old guy. I was going to say, I have no idea who this guy was, but he's yeah. the guy who said he, he punched the warden. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, so okay. He, he's an actual ex-con, and he came out and he wrote books and everything. He did... I, I read up about That's him. That's an incredible Wikipedia photo. Yeah, it, it's his... Um, just his mugshot. Mugshot. <laughs> Um, screenwriter, convicted felon, and actor uh, wrote numerous books, some of which have been adapted into films. He wrote the script uh, for and acted in Str- Stranger Times, Runaway Train, and Animal Factory. Um, also Stranger played things. a minor role in Reservoir Dogs. What? Really? Yeah. And then, yeah, yeah he was ex-con, just in and out. Convicted of bank robbery, drug dealing, extortion, armed robbery, and forgery. Fuck, let's get this guy on the podcast. He sounds cool as fuck. He died in 2005. Oh, well, at least we got this movie in. <laughs> Literally <laughs> died the same year the movie came out. Tracy Morgan is Miss Tunker. Michael Irvin as right, Deacon but... Moss. My, has Michael... I never realised this was Michael Irvin as a kid. No, yeah. I had no idea. Uh, Sting Fisher as Cafeteria Prisoner. And then we've got the, the entirety of D12 minus M&M as cons in the background. Yeah. Then the guard, we've got William Fitcher's Captain Brian Noah, Bill Ramanowski as guard Romanowski. Lambert. Yeah. Yep. Uh, Kevin Nash as yep. Sergeant Engelhart. Brian Bosworth as guard Garner. Steve Austin as in Stone Cold as guard Dunham. Michael Papajohn as guard Papajohn. See, I always thought Papa John's was just like Papa John, not some bro named Papa John. That's a no, real, um, I mean, I'm, I'm making a joke. I know that's not the real thing. But <laughs> that's a fucking ridiculous name. <laughs> um, I also do like the fact they used his real name. Michael Papa John as, yeah. He, as right, God it's Papa not John. him. <laughs> um, then Conrad Good as God Webster. Brandon Mullally as God Malloy. Do you know who this guy is? Yes, he's the quarterback for Mr. Deeds. And he yeah. plays laser in a dodgeball. <laughs> then Todd Holland as Guard Holland. And then John Hockridge as Guard Hawk. And then into other, we have James Cronwell as the Warden. Alan Covert as Walter. Rob Schneider as Punky. Chris Berman as himself. Jim Rowe as himself. Patrick B- Bizdo as Patrick. I know that guy from Sweet Life of Zack and Cody. Lawrence Sanchez as herself, Dan Patrick as Officer Jack Pooh, Christopher Neiman as the Big Yard Cop, Ed Lautner as Dwayne, uh, Sean Salisbury as Vic, Rob Revolution Moore as Gavin, Big Boy, who is back from Deuce Bigelow. Oh, really? As 
Jesse, yeah. Do you remember in Deuce Bigelow when Deuce Bigelow goes to visit that really, really fat lady? Yeah. And she yeah. pulls a chicken from her. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. That that's big boy. Marcus Gaines oh, as Lorenzo. Shane oh, Rostin yes. As... Now I remember. <laughs> as Bradley. Cloris Leachman, she's back as Lynette Gray, who's the warden. <laughs> assistant Walter Williamson as Errol Dandridge and Courtney Cox as Lena, which is I, Adam I forget she's in this every time I Adam watch Sandler's, it. Adam Sandler's uh, girlfriend. Well, she's yeah, not, she's Adam film. Sandler's sugar mommy, really. That's what she is. Yeah. But... She pays for him to be there. And yeah, so this cast is stacked. Like, ridiculously big. This is the biggest cast I think we're going to deal with until we For reach a, a movie that I mentioned the other day. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. We'll get there. We'll get there eventually. Okay. So, should we get into the plot? Because this, this is a big one. I don't know how, we're so bi- how it's so big. And I don't think I'm reading from the Wikipedia. I think I'm from the reading from the fandom dot wiki dot movies dot Adam Sandler dot Longest Yard or whatever. Yeah. Okay. Well, let's get into it. Right. Okay. Paul Crew is a former NFL player who one night gets drunk and goes joyriding in the Bentley of his girlfriend, crashing and crashing it. It is revealed that he was accused of shaving points in a big game, although it was never proven. Okay, that's the first 20 minutes of the movie done. Paul Crew, he's a drunk. Well, you know. He's yeah. a former disgraced footballer. He dates Courtney Cox. He, there's, there's a party going on, and he doesn't want to go down. So she comes up, like, oh, put on this outfit I got you. And then he locks her in the wardrobe. And then, like, fuck you, I'm taking the Bentley. And then he goes for a joyride. Yeah, he goes to the bar, gets some drinks, fucks off. Yeah. And then we got a nice little car chase through, uh, through L.A. And then he gets pulled over by two cops. One of Ooh. them is, what's his name? Former Dan Patrick. Yes, that's the one. And then, yeah, we find out here that he allegedly shaved points off a game for some extra cash. And then he lost his job as a footballer. Yeah. And because he's been drink driving and he crashed into a cop car, he... Gets taken to prison. Yes. Which we find out he's specifically chosen to go to that prison. Yes, correct. In prison, Warden Rudolph Hazen, played by James Cronwell, wishing to boost his prison's reputation for future election as the state governor, uses threats and confinement in a hotbox to push crew into helping the prison guards football team lead by led by the hostile captain Nauer. what captain canal yeah basically james cronwell is like i want you to lead a football team up against my guards but i want you to lose so i can become state governor and make this prison look good correct pretty much yeah just he's like, how do? Or what? Because what he tells him, I want you to. He's like, I want you to play or coach the team. Coach the team it is. And he's like, nah, yeah, no. fuck that. And then he's like, oh well, we need to get better. So he, Adam Sandler suggests that they play a tune-up game like them, <clears throat> like college football teams do at the start of the season or preseason. 
like you'll see big teams playing someone absolute dog shit so they can just absolutely demolish them and get confidence yeah. up for the season coming up. So he's like, oh, fuck it. Guess we're playing the cons then. Get a team together. <laughs> and then <laughs> it, he, he basically says, listen, you're here for a couple of years. If you do what I do, say, I can make this extremely easy for you. If not, your time, yes. time in prison is going to yeah, be you complete hell. Is that what happened in Big Stan? No, maybe? Nah, Big Stan was very different. <laughs> Big Stan just didn't want to get raped. He just he doesn't speak to the... <laughs> does he speak to the wall? Oh, no, he does, because he's designing a hotel. Oh, fuck knows. I can't remember Big Stan at all. <laughs> no um, one needs to remember that, Bill. Crew informs Hazen that what Hazen's team needs is a tune-up game to boost the guards' confidence, blah, 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 and therefore concedes to... Uh, uh, to form an inmate team to play against the guards. He does so with the help of newfound friend, Caretaker, played by Chris Rock. Good this is Chris the first time, first time Chris Rock has popped up in one of these movies. And he's... This is the first Chris Rock? Yeah, I think so. First Chris Rock one. Nice. And he, yeah, he's, he's going to be in a bunch going forward. So much so, we're going to celebrate it. Chris Rock himself. Okay. They start. Yeah. Fuck Will Smith. <laughs> yeah. Chris Rock runs his mouth. He deserved that slap. Bullshit. Will Smith's a bitch. <laughs> fucking he's, he's doing stand up. He's hosted the Oscars. Of course, he's gonna make some fucking jokes. <laughs> grow up. Grow a pair and fucking take a take take a take a joke. Then he won Best Actor. Yeah, <laughs> which was didn't. just fucking wild. <laughs> And Sandler didn't. It's bullshit. Give Sandler that little goal, man. Political bastards. Oh. Um, they kind of had to not... give him Will Smith after that, though. They didn't kick him out. It's like, okay, what's the thing that's going to get us the best ratings of all time? If we give the man that just slapped the fuck out of the host of the, the award, we're going to get, like, we're going to be noticed. Like, all right, you're the Oscars. Calm down. Oh. <laughs> I fucking hate the Oscars. It's... <laughs> I think we've been on this uh, tirade before. We, we've been we've been down this before. We don't need to go back. <laughs> uh, they start off with a poorly organized team before being noticed by another prisoner, former college football star Nate Scarborough, played by Burt Reynolds, who decides to help coach the team by gathering several intimidated inmates as a boost to the team's strength. Burt fucking Reynolds. Yeah. So 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 basically, we see. The team and it's got uh, John Turturro's brother. It's got Joey Diaz. It's got a bunch of other John Turturro's brother. <laughs> Doesn't get his own name mentioned. Um, his name is. We can't, uh, we can't, we can't do Nicholas Turturro that dirty. Come name's... on now, he's literally the best character in the fucking film. <laughs> his name's uh, Nick Turturro. Um, <laughs> yeah, we see a bunch of their training and they're shut. They're crap. Oh yeah, well, none of them know how to. Not, no, 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 they yeah. know how to play, but none of them can play. And it, it, it's all, uh, no, it, it's all very funny. What, what did these guys play football? Um, oh, going to, go into the going to the treehouse. <laughs> <laughs> you got to turn up at the treehouse. Um, caretaker tells crew that they need more brothers on the team. <laughs> Brothers is in, uh, in inverted commas. 
uh, crew goes to the basketball court to ask the black inmates to join the team. Their leader, Deacon Moss, played by Michael Irvin, rebuffs him. Crew challenges Deacon to a one-on-one basketball game, saying that if he wins, the brothers will join the team. And if Deacon wins, Crew will leave them alone. Deacon accepts, and despite Deacon's undisguised personal fouls, in which he elbows, punches, or grab, grabs Crew, Crew continues without complaint. On the game-winning shot... the shit out of him in this game. Big time. Yeah. Like, <laughs> facing the post, fucking just dragging his jersey and slinging him down. It, it's very dirty play. Like, ridiculously dirty play. Prison rules, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> On the game-winning shot, Crew clearly, clearly steals the ball from Deacon and scores, but Deacon calls a foul. Realising he won't be allowed to win, Crew lets Deacon score the final shot. Although Deacon beats Crew, one of the brothers, a fast runner named Earl Maggot, played by Nelly, impressed with Crew's decision to take the beating, joins the football team as it's running back. So yeah. Sandler realises he's never going to win this game because of the dirty and foul play, so he just lets Deacon win, which impresses Nelly, because it shows how strong crew and how dedicated he is to this team of inmates that he's willing to yeah. take this beating for them. And I was like, okay, fair yes. play. You, you, you've proven that you're worthy. I'll come join you. And then it's fucking Nelly. What's Nelly done since this? I know yeah, Nelly from, no idea, right? from this and that music video where uh, what's her face from Destiny's Child? Not Beyonce. Kelly Rowland. Not Mich- yeah, not Michelle Williams. Kelly Rowland. Roland is sending him a text message on Excel. Yeah. <laughs> That's why you ain't getting a reply. <laughs> um, when the guards learn of this, they confront Earl in an attempt to provoke an assault by him by saying the racial slur, the N-word. But Earl does not allow himself to be provoked despite intimidation and minor abuse. Having witnessed this, the other brothers including deacon decide to join the team too so yeah this was a this was a hard scene to watch in the library like you see the cops come in it's pretty brutal cameras yeah because it's just like yeah it's it's fine it's (laughs) it's fucking intense intense, i mean i know obviously like it's supposed to be because they're all it just does make it more intense that like it's stone cold and fucking like Brian Bos, I think it's Brian Bosworth is the other guy in the scene, and someone else. Yeah, and they're all absolutely massive. Like they're, they're... fucking huge. Like especially compared to Nelly, like they're all like six three and absolute yeah. brick shit houses, and so intimidating. Is... And Stone Cold just has that mustache that makes him look like a racist. Yeah, they, <laughs> they, they all look like racists, like complete racists. Just wanna, just wanna throw out there. Stone Cold is like my hero of life, so no offense there. It's all, it's all, it's all good. It, it's all acting, but yeah, th- this was hard to watch. There was a lot of. It's a really like it's of... a good scene because it's really <laughs> yeah. well acted. Because you're like fuck it out. <laughs> there was a lot of racial slurs here, like a lot, a lot. Um, yeah, they really then, pour it on. And then, yeah, uh, Deacon and Terry uh, Crews. Terry Crews, they all they all witness this in the library, and then they're like, "Okay, let's uh, let's join this team." Oh, fuck them up on the field! 
Yeah. Fuck you! <laughs> Hazen and the guards continue attempts to hinder Crew's team by flooding their field, but the team decide to practice in the mud anyway. This is a so, great yeah. scene. The first day. Oh, There's this. I think it's the first day with everyone. They go out and they're like, fuck. The yeah, they flood like... the field. So it's just like, ah, oh, fuck it then. And then we get a lovely, lovely little montage of them running and just playing in the mud and enjoying themselves. Because I imagine in prison, there's not much fun to be had. I've been in school. When, when the field was muddy in school, that was, that was the best time ever. <laughs> <laughs> you just compare prison to school. Yeah, I mean, that's a similar thing. Ooh, so undertones, <laughs> Kerry, getting political on the show. <laughs> <laughs> what um, is this? <laughs> throughout all of this, the inmate Unger played by David Patrick Kelly, spies on the activities of the inmate and after being pursued by the, pressured by the guards, rigs Crew's radio with an explosive. Yeah, so we, everybody's like... There's a lot of this a, movie. There, there's a lot we just went over. So there's, there's like... Going, going through this, they've been told to make the team. So we get this <laughs> montage, which is... It's a really good montage, yeah. actually. It's probably one of the better scenes in the film where they're trying to find, like... So they go through and break into the prison like filing system online, yeah. and then they find in the most uh, violent the, the inmates, most, the most dangerous inmates. Yeah, yeah. Um, out of so it's like out of five stars. So the, it's like okay, they go in, and then it's like um, well, oh, fuck no, it's one of them's there. It's they search whoever they're with, and it's like uh, say Burt Reynolds. It's like three stars. All right. And then they yeah. search <laughs> fucking Chris Rock as caretaker and it's a half a star. <laughs> yeah. And then so from from here, this is where we get uh we get Bill Goldberg introduced in the showers. Uh we get I forget the his gr- name. Uh the, the guy with the Mohawk. Yeah, we get the great Carly and we get the guy with the Mohawk watching TV. Yeah. I completely um, forget who that is. What what's his name? Um But yeah, he's watching TV and then they're like yeah, they cut uh, it. They cut his TV time short by like fifteen minutes just just to be a cunt because he can. And so, your boys in. So they get some fucking hard nuts, and then they have a training session. And all that happens is they just kick the fucking living shit out of each other. <laughs> There's um, no football the, played. There's just a mass brawl on the field. The only con here that hasn't got hasn't got no. Yeah, so his name is Lobo Sebastian. But yeah, for some reason, he hasn't got he hasn't got a Wikipedia page, like at all. So Lobo Sebastian is known for Ghost of Mars, two thousand one, Next Friday, and The Longest Yard. He's also been in The Mule, Hawaii Five O. Yeah, so that guy is um, his name's Torres, played by Lobo Sebastian. Yes, but yeah. And and then yeah, we we get this montage of them just finding the the most dangerous prisoners in in the entire prison to recruit them for the team. And then they yeah, so this middle part team. of the movie's them like finding the players, training, getting better, and like doing like sneaky stuff they can to get one over and try and actually win the game. So they get um, what do they get? They Adam Sandler goes and uh, get, get bribes the them. tapes. Gets the tapes by bribing the secretary. Yeah. <laughs> um, this is going to come up later on in my... Uh, I'll, I'll say that. that. That was my cream de la scene when they were all together. 
watching the movies of um, <laughs> they were playing. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, how get 30, how get 20, 20, 20, get 20, 20, get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. And watching the movies of all the uh, tactics and techniques that the guards were using. But yeah. The first movie they show is how uh, Crew got them, which was secretly filmed with him flirting with Flora Leachman, and she's in like a one piece and she's like slapping him and he's wearing a cowboy hat, whatever. He's a little corset, yeah. Yeah. And then, then Crew's like, hey, if you think that was funny, look at this. And it's a picture <laughs> and it's a video of. Uh, <laughs> Brucey and Nick, the, uh, Nick the... Turturro and uh, Tracy Morgan, <laughs> and he's like, "That doesn't even look like me." <laughs> I was showing her a headlock. <laughs> you son of a bitch! I was going to pick that as my creme de la scene as well. So clearly, that was the best scene of the movie. <laughs> I'll pick a different one at the end. Uh, but yeah, and um, so that that's when. So this is when it like kind of kicks off because. Yeah, uh, Unger, the, the inmate spying on them, it, like he sees them watching the film, and so he reports that to the guards, and then they're yeah. like, "Nah, we need to do something about it." But throughout all of that, this is where we see the team getting closer together and like actually becoming actually becoming a, a, team. a team. Yeah, yeah. Um, okay, so yeah, inmate Unger, he spies on all the activities uh, that the inmates are doing to. Um, become better and then pressured by the guards he rigs crew's radio with an explosive caretaker and longley enters the cell to give a photo gift to crew but is killed when he tries to turn the dial on the radio so i remember first time watching this and when i was like geez did not expect (laughs) (laughs) did not expect because you completely forget because like you've seen we've all seen Bean machine so like if I'm guessing most people that are of our age probably haven't seen the original Longest Yard, so you're not really expecting this to happen. Yeah. But if you've seen Mean Machine, you kind of know what's coming already, but I completely forgot, and it's a surprise still, like, when you yeah. first watch it. It's, it takes such a dark turn, like... It's fucking cooked, like, it's, it's such a... Because <laughs> the movie's so, like, light-hearted, pretty much. Yeah. And then, yeah. Caretaker... Boons to death. 
Yeah, and then you get basically it's like you fucking you get like the heart and soul of the team, like the the glue, and he's just like funny and the comedic value, and you just you set him on fire in a room and lock him in. Lock him in, yeah. It was oh yeah, it's fucked. So yeah, the explosion goes off and Unger just closes and then he's trapped. Yes. So then, then the aim is to for that to be Adam Sandler though. Yeah. Yeah. Prison's crazy. <laughs> is there anything that happens between that and game day? I don't think so. I think they have the funeral. Yeah. They said, and they then... said goodbye to caretaker. The fun like after the funeral, Adam Sandler's the last one there, and then I'm pretty sure the next scene is them like getting ready to get for the game. Right. Okay. So on game day, I think it's because I think it's the or maybe they have a, a last meal because they have a meal before they have like a they have like a big meal before they go and have the game. So maybe that's the that might be the last scene. They're all like oh. just the team like in the cafeteria yeah. just having a meal. Yeah. Has um Terry Crews got his hamburgers from mcdonald's he's got his cheeseburger ready <laughs> i got the fries that'll melt your eyes i got shakes that'll make you quake i got burgers i just got burgers <laughs> that terry is Cruz. iconic as fuck terry cruz has looked the same for, for his life yeah but like Forever. he's just a monster like he's he's, he's just he's a cool. unit man so T- Terry Crews, obviously white chicks. He was what everybody hates. Chris? Terry Crews, I found this out today, has been in eight different Adam Sandler movies. Okay, let's try to name them. This he's been in Blended. This is the first one. Okay, Blended. Yep. Ridiculous Six. No idea. Oh, okay. I know. Uh, I know one more. Oh, I know for a fact he's been in Blended, and then don't know. Only because when I was doing research for this, I watched like a, this little like ninety second video of Terry Crews doing an interview, and he said, um, "Growing up, sorry, this this is the fun fact, just in the middle of the podcast because I'm remembering <laughs> it now." Terry Crews said that his favorite movie growing up was The Longest Yard, the original, and so oh, right, like, okay. being able to be in in this like with Adam Sandler, like having a great time, and then like Burt Reynolds is actually in the movie as well. He said it was like yeah. the, like the best experience ever. It's like his favorite filming experience because he's and yeah, he's, so he's many people say movie. that about filming films with Adam Sandler. Like everyone, <laughs> like anyone that goes on the movie, like goes on there is like this is like going on holiday whilst you're filming a movie, and it's the best thing ever. Yeah, no, it, it would be. Like it, it, it's... it, like it is. That's like Joey Diaz was like, um, he said because he was like loving. The, I was watching this Joey Diaz and Nick Totoro talk about this movie, and he uh, Joey Diaz is like outside of his trailer smoking a joint, and they're filming like at a prison, yeah, like in a, like a real prison, like <laughs> still a prison where they're filming. Joey Diaz is out there like outside the gates, like smoking a joint. And Burt Reynolds <laughs> just comes. Apparently, Burt Reynolds walked over to him and he's like, "You know, we're outside a prison, right?" <laughs> Um, I, I've actually got some. I've, I got some facts about this prison. So I, I want uh, Terry Crews's uh, Wikipedia now. So he's been in the Longest Yard, Click. So this is what that was the only other about. one I knew. Click. The click was the other one. Uh, the Benchwarmers, which we're going to talk about. Yeah. He's been in Blended, 
Ridiculous Six, Sandy Wexler, and yeah, that's it. So six. Is Sandy six Wexler the one that's about the cobbler, or is that just a different movie called The Cobbler? Uh, the one about the cobbler is a movie called The Cobbler. Okay. <laughs> Sandy Wexler is like a two-hour-long mockumentary about Adam Sandler being an agent in Hollywood called Sandy Wexler. And Sandy Wexler that is like this. That premise movie. sounds good. But I'm very scared to watch I, it. I'm not going to... I might have already spoken it before, but there's going to be a point That's in Sandy Wexler that you're going to be watching it. Because I've seen it before. And you're going to text me. You're probably going to take a photo of the screen. And then like, <laughs> what the fuck is going on here? Do you know what movie did that for me? Well, so I had no context. If no one knows the movie I'm talking about, I won't spoil it purely because it's so good if you watch it and you don't know what's going to happen. But I was watching From Dusk Till Dawn by Quentin Tarantino. This is this is fucking ages ago. But like, watched it. I must have been like 16. Didn't know what the movie was going to be about. I just knew it was a Quentin Tarantino movie and I was just on a binge of like, okay, bang, 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 bang. I've got a list of titles. I'm just going to go and watch them. Put it on. 45 minutes into that movie, if, you're not, if you don't know what the movie's about, it becomes, like, the, the most vastly different movie from what it could have, like, what it was for the first 45 minutes to what it is for the last 45 minutes. It's fucking crazy. I won't spoil it, but, like, if you've never seen it, just don't read anything about it. Just go and watch it, and then be like, what the fuck is going on? It's fucking great. Right, okay. I, I, I'll, I'll go... I... I, I've never been a big fan of Tarantino, but I, I'll definitely go and uh... don't like legit. Please don't Google it. Like, don't like try anything. Try to find anything about it. Just watch from dusk till dawn, like start to finish, and then just tell me because you'll do the same thing. You'll get to a point. You'll take a picture of the screen and be like, "What has just happened?" Right. Okay. <laughs> I'll uh, yeah. I'll I'll do that. It's um, fucked. Yeah. It's great. Where were we? Terry Crews. Yeah. Terry Crews. Terry Crews. So they've uh, <laughs> we 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 got up to the point in the movie where the um the brothers in inverted yeah. commas have decided to join the team, and we're uh, we're all in. Caretaker's dead. We're going to the fucking football game. Okay. On game day, the inmates are revitalized in the wake of Caretaker's murder, and when Crew reveals Caretaker's last gift to the team, quality gear. And uniforms for his cousins at from his cousins at Reebok with the team name Mean Machines on the uniform. So, so yeah, they're, they're giving... a good scene in this where he gets the cake and he just pulls the cleats out of the cake <laughs> in the kitchen. <laughs> so yeah, we we got brand new uh, uniforms and the team are officially named the Mean Machines. The Mean Machines overcomes a rough start due to individual inmates' attempts to retaliate against guards for the abuse they've suffered. Crew angrily tells the inmates that winning the game is more important and will damage the guards more than their personal grudges and gets them to play as a team. So yeah, the start of this game is basically just the inmates kicking the shit into the guards oh, yeah, just... because they get the chance to for the first time ever. <laughs> I can imagine, like, as a prisoner, yeah, probably would. Like, yeah. Let's be honest, you get, like, 
this this is like mid two thousands, like American football. So you can fucking go at people with your helmet. You could like fucking you can fuck them up still. First half ends with a with the score tied. The angered Hazen informs crew in private that if he does not lose, he will be charged for caretaker's murder. Crew, what does this word say? A C Q U I E S C E S. The quizzes? Aquaciously. Well, crew, something. Crew, crew. Where are you, quizzes? <laughs> to it's A C Q. A C Q. Yeah. U I E S C E S. This is from fandom.wiki.movies.longestyard.adamsandler. Sorry, spell it out again. I'm going to Google this because I can't like A- look at the word. A C Q. Yep. U I E S C E S. Acquiesces. Yeah. Acquiesces. Okay. I don't even know what the fuck it means. Let's have a Google. But that's how you say it. True. Acquiesces to Hazen's. To strength. consent or comply passively without protest. Crew complies to Hazen's threats, asking that the guards refrain from using excessive force on the field after getting a comfortable lead, to which Hazen agrees to do so after they obtain a two-touchdown lead. After Crew fakes an injury in order to leave the field, his teammates voice their displeasure over his obvious deserting over the team. So he's done it again. He's allegedly thrown the game. Because he does not want to go down for murder. Yes. Sorry, I got lost there. Pretty much. <laughs> yeah? Yeah, After... he just basically is like, fuck you, I'm not getting embarrassed out here, like, this is taking the piss. Lose the fucking game or I'm sending you down for murder. Like, you're here for three years? Nah, fuck that. Here Eight for five. fucking 20. Yeah. <laughs> and then Chris like, okay, uh, that's not going to happen. But, Which... after... Oh, sorry. Go on. Which is you're just like, fucking hell, like, Jesus Christ. It's a game. Man's losing a football game and you're going to pin a murder on him. Like, sorry, man. The guy's winning a football game and you're going to pin a murder on him. It, it's three years of hell if he loses from the inmates, but at least it's not 25 years in prison. You know? Yes. After seeing that Hazen has broken his promises and two members of the Mean Machine are injured, Crew asks Skitchy and the time spent in jail. Oh, if the ask Skitchy if the time spent in jail for punching the warden was worth it. Skitchy replies, "It was worth every goddamn second," and this inspires Crew to return to the field. So yeah, okay. Crew's like, "Oh wait, you're not holding your side of the bargain. Fuck this." And then he asks the really, really old inmate, "Like, was it worth it?" Yeah, because like, he's what that he's like the trainer, right? He's like the um. Comes on and makes sure, like, what checking what the injury is, and he's checking his yeah. knee, and he's like, "Hey, <laughs> was it?" Worth um, it? <laughs> we've also forgot to mention Alan Covert is the uh, ref, the bent ref. He's, he's the ref of this game who gets trying hit to in influence the, balls, like, the three game. Times. <laughs> How many times does he get hit in the balls? Four, three, four. It's two, two in a row. Two in a row, and then also Rob Schneider's in uh, in. In Rob the, Schneider's uh, in the crowd. Yeah, the crowd, like good behavior inmates. Yeah, and th- he says you can do it. Does he? Yes, yes. he does. <laughs> yes. He brings back, you can do it! 
So that guy after where did he pop up last? Little Nicky. Is it? No. 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 What no. Where did he pop up last? Rob Schneider. No, the you can do it guy. Oh. Um nah, I mean I know he's in Little Nicky, but I think it might have been Little Nicky. So after Little Nicky. Is he not guy... in um anger management? No, that's uh, <laughs> Rudy Giuliani. Oh, it fucking is as well, isn't it? <laughs> Jesus. I think it might have been Little Nicky. So after Little Nicky. Oh, wait, you know what? This is only five, five it's what, five years after Little Nicky? Yeah, okay. Yeah. So it's probably only, there's only a few movies. Yeah, so, yeah, probably Little Nicky then. Jesus. That, that guy went downhill and then got sent to a high security prison. Pr- prison? Prison. Uh, wait, what? Who? The You Can Do It guy. Oh. All he was doing was enjoying football games, going to weddings, enjoying Ozzy Osbourne, and now he's in jail. And now he's in jail in New Mexico. Um, uh, Sketchy replies he was with every goddamn second. And spreads, um, the team initially doubts Cruz's resolve and allows him to be sacked twice. After running for, the f- uh, for a first down on the fourth and long, Crew realizes that his inmates are still not protecting him due to his prior actions. Calls a huddle and admits to the point shaving that disgraced him. And to the injury that he faked as a result of Hazen's threat. And sabotage to the other inmates and ask for their forgiveness. Putting his hands in the middle of them. Moss put his hands in, followed by the rest of the team. So yeah, Sandals back on the field and then basically his teammates aren't defending him at all. And he eats shit a couple of times. He gets fucking nailed a couple of times. <laughs> yeah. And then he realizes what's going on. He, he calls everybody in. He's like, listen, I did shave the game. Like, I'm, 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 I'm a disgrace to the game of football. Blah, 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 blah. Yeah, it's, um, like, the, it's I, like the first time he ever admits yeah. it to himself as well. Yeah. And he's like, the warden threatened to, to do me for caretaker's murder. So that's why I faked my injury. Because... Because I didn't want to go down for 25 years, but I realized that you guys in this game is a lot more important than me. Kind of thing. And then the team's like, okay, we're all in this together. Fuck and it. Then... Camaraderie in the, with the boys. Yeah, exactly. Right the mean machines... Oh, the mean the machines... <laughs> <laughs> they, they unite again as a team, quickly score two touchdowns to cut the guards' lead to 35-28. to 28. After Maggot is injured after a long run, Scarborough comes in for one play as replacement and scores a touchdown off a trick play involving a fumble called a Fumbalooski. Fumbalooski? Yeah. Is that named after one of the inmates? <laughs> the Flumbalooski? It's not a name I've heard before. No idea. But that's, that's the name of the play. Um, Fumbalooski. Fumbalooski, yeah. This is why we needed somebody who loves American football in this pod. Fuck's sake, Bowie, where are you? <laughs> Fumbalooski, a trick play wherein the quarterback deliberately places or leaves the ball on the ground upon receiving it from the center, technically fumbling it, after which the backs run to the right Deceiving the defender, <clears throat> deceiving the defense into following them, while the right guard picks up the ball and runs to the left. Ah, okay, the Flumberuski. 
So it's where they snap the ball and the guy, the quarterback, like, no, it doesn't spike it, but he just, like, yeah. puts it on the floor. And technically, that's a fumble. Okay. And then someone just picks it up and runs. The Mean Machines decide to go for the two-point conversion and the win. As they get Fuck up no. to the line, they seem to be confused. And Crew and Scarborough start arguing in order to trick the guards. Moss gets the snap and passes it to Crew, who scores the winning conversion, winning the game. Yeah? Woo! Football! Mean Machines. Noah, with a newfound respect for Crew, tells him that he showed extraordinary nerve and lets him know that he will vouch that Crew had nothing to do with Caretaker's death. So, yeah, the head guard we haven't really spoken about. But he's he's a good guy now. Hazen... Just a bit of a twat all the way through, but... Yeah. Hazen admonishes Noah. The only reason he does it is because he wanted to win the game, like, by actually winning the game. Because he yeah. finds out, like, the, the warden tells him, like, hey, so he's going to give you two touchdowns, and then I want you to fuck him up even more. Fucking injure him. And he's like, nah, this is bullshit. If I'm going to win, I want to win. I don't want to win because they're letting us win. I want to play football. Which is fair enough. Yeah. I can, I can understand that. I can always get behind It's a love, love for the sport. No one needs a participation medal. He's an admonishes his now... Uh... Now for losing a fifth game and notices that Crew is heading towards the exit. Eagerly implying Crew is trying to escape, Hazen orders that Crew to uh, that Crew be shot for attempting to escape. Now I hesitates and at the last moment realizes that Crew is only picking up the game ball, losing a lot of respect for Hazen as he's left with a shocked look in his face. Crew returns it to Hazen, telling him to stick it in his trophy cabinet. So yeah, the wild is... thing because he's literally like he's on the field, but yeah, in front of him is just an entire crowd of people leaving. So it's like yeah. you want me to shoot him, and if I miss, I'm gonna kill at least one other person. Like it's, it's so it's baffling this scene. Like I, I understand, like I get it, but like there's literally like 400 people in front of him. So if like you shoot him, it's gonna fucking hit someone else as well. Yeah. Even if it goes through his head and through the other side, it'll go I do love the fact that, like, the prison warden is just like, here's, like, just a SWAT team member, special. <laughs> You're a fucking sniper. Nope, I'm taking your rifle. Here's my prison guard. Like, <laughs> what? <laughs> um, yeah, this was pretty full on. And then, yeah, pick, he's going to pick up the game ball. So he brings it back to Hazen, like, take this, uh, take this and stick it in. Uh, trophy case. Then Moss and Joey Battle give Hazen a Gatorade shower. And when he tells him that he is that this has earned them a week in the hot box, Battle defiantly yells, "Who? Who gives a shit?" The <laughs> end. What a fucking movie! I really enjoyed that film a month ago. <laughs> as like as like a movie, this might like be the best one so far. As like as a whole. Right, okay. You know, if you know what I mean, like I don't know, I don't know how to describe that because, like, Happy Gilmore is not really a movie. Like, it, it, I don't know how. To, yeah, it's so strange. But, I can't really describe it more than that. It's like this when you watch it feels like a proper movie, whereas like all the ones before coherent. it feel they feel yeah. like an Adam Sandler movie. Yeah, like I, it's I, it's I, a, no, it's a completely I, it's not. I'm not like discrediting them at all. I'm just saying it's like a completely different genre of movie. I think this is the first one that I've enjoyed that 
Sandler feels like a different character. Yeah, it doesn't feel like it's him playing someone. It feels like this is a character in a movie. Yeah. Yeah. I, th- I think we're giving a lot of praise to Adam Sandler in uh, The Longest Yard. But no, no that's I, fine. I agree. I've got no issue with that because it's a really, really good movie. And I would, I'd it's, recommend this movie to anyone. It, it's the first one where he's not playing a man child. Well, it's the first one that we've enjoyed where he's not playing a man child. Put it that way. It's the first yeah, one that uh, we've enjoyed yeah, no. that that he feels like a person who's gone through a lot of shit and he's dealing with a lot of personal issues and like he has a darker side to him. It's it's like his characters in the other one aren't really characters. It's just him just doing yeah. different stuff. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. It's weird. Like Bobby Boucher, it's like, no, it's just Adam Sandler just pretending to be a football player. Whereas this, it actually feels like he's playing a character. I and that's, best... that's like, it's not a slight. It's just like, a, it's the, just the prob- how it comes the... across. The best way to put this is probably this one f- feels like the first one that's not an extended SNL sketch. Mm. That's that's the way that I yeah, it. but like I can't just we can't just simplify that as like that's what the Sandler movies are. It's not just that. It, like obviously, it is a little bit like that because they're quite skitty. But like, yeah, yeah, no, I, I agree. I, I think the uh... this movie's fucking great, and it's it's. It's fucking great. I think the only Sandler character that's had this much uh, trauma so far is whatever his name was in Eight Crazy Nights. Oh, wait, that's just reminded me. Oh, no. When have we got oh. that coming up? There's a movie. You just reminded me of, like, Adam Sandler being <laughs> sad in movies, and I was like, oh, there's a movie coming up where it's just like... <laughs> we'll get there when sad. we get there. It's, is it funny, yeah. funny people? <laughs> no, it's... It's the complete opposite of that. It's it's a it's an Adam Sandler movie that I've asked people and no one has ever told me they've seen this movie. What is it? It's called sorry, I just want to make sure I get the name right. Rain Over Me. Oh right, yeah, okay. Uh one with uh, Don Cheadle. Yes. Okay. Like yeah. I think you might be the only person in that I've ever spoken to that's seen this movie. I, I've never seen it, but I know it. Okay, then then there you go. Like it's <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's it's coming up soon, which is why I bring it up. But like it's oh, Jesus Christ, it's intense. Yeah, it's it's pretty dep- uh, depressing, isn't it? That one. Yes. Right. It's a it's a hard movie to get through. Not like because okay. it's bad. It's just like a fucking yeah. It's one of them. It's it, it's a tough watch. Right. Okay. Not in we... not in not not because it's a bad movie though. No, but. but... It's an yeah. emotionally It's watch. just like it's just a drama. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. L- looking forward to it. R- remember when I thought "Rain Over Me" is punch drunk love? <laughs> <laughs> we'll, we'll get into that. <laughs> um, right. A thing we like to do on this podcast. Uh, we, we touched on it earlier on, but it's a little thing called uh, "Cream de la Scene," our favorite scenes of the movie. I think we both touched on it earlier with the scene where all the inmates were watching the videos of the guards playing, and then we have two special videos, one of Sandler with Florence Leachman, and then another one of Nick DiTuro with Tracy Morgan. I, had I will say as well, though, the, um, the, the, like the football in the mud is a really, yeah. really good scene. Just that, a feel-good scene in the movie. So. That's very heartfelt. 
Yeah. And um, I'm also a big fan of any scene with Joey Diaz in just being like, anyone who played football <laughs> before? Yeah, I played at Kansas State. No shit. Coach Snyder? Nah, Kansas State Penitentiary. <laughs> That's fucking gold. <laughs> oh, and he's just passed out on the floor yeah. with his gut just fucking blowing up and down. And he's just like, you assholes better not cut me. <laughs> um, Catacorn. Catacorn, I'll be fine. <laughs> he's just he's like, a, yeah, anything with him movie. or Nick Taturo just like legitimately the, the two best characters of this they're just fucking hilarious oh, it's I, just like uh, also um, Nick Taturo in this he um he talks about this in the podcast he um I think he like he broke his foot like during the movie so he couldn't do like half the scenes so it's not actually him it's... doing some of the stuff oh do you know who they should have got in? They should have got his brother John in. <laughs> <laughs> and, and do what they did with the shirts and going overboard. Just switch them out from scene to scene. Nah, just... Oh. <laughs> I'd still... As, as bad as that movie is, that's one of the best jokes I've ever seen in any movie. And I'll, I'll die on that hill. That is incredible comedy. Uh, that and the... Um... I'm pretty sure I gave it a zero, but like it did have its moments, <laughs> and, and the Reverend's speech as well, which I felt like she would is the director of it. No, so that that was Stephen Brill. Uh, Peter Segal directed this, and he's done what the last three in a row now. He's done apart from uh, anger management, fifty first dates, yeah. Then this, yeah, and fifty first dates. Yeah, that's so. Yeah, yeah, anger management, fifty first dates, and this. Yeah, um, so that's basically three in a row. It's not Spanglish. Three, three in a row, except for Spanglish. Right. Is, is there any other scenes that you want to mention in this movie off the top of your head? Oh, top of my head. Ooh. Oh, I I just want to say the the warden's best mate, the fat guy. Oh, the f- Colonel Sanders. Yeah, he, he's the fat guy that. Got the shit kicked into him in the restaurant in Mr. Deeds. That doesn't surprise me. Yeah. I don't he's, know why. That just like felt right. Is <laughs> back. I think the only other scene that like I can I can come to mention that like everyone always thinks about is um Bob Sap tackling Stone Cold and it's the I think I made him shit himself. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. That's funny. Yeah. Like, it's it's it is what it is, but it's funny. So, um, what we also like to do is uh, we find pieces of trivia online. So, Matt, have you ever have you have you found anything for this movie? Uh, other than like the Terry Crews stuff of him saying like the the original one was his favorite yeah. movie growing up, so he says, and um, just like the. I, could, I mean, I could talk more about Joey Diaz and Nick Totoro talking about it in the pot, like, because they literally just talk about what it was like to film the movie and they just go on for like 10 minutes of how it was like the best experience ever. Yeah. It's okay. fucking great. Like, I, I, I'll just, you know what? I'll just recommend that podcast. It's Joey Diaz's podcast with the Nick Totoro episode and it's fucking great. No, I, I'll, I'll definitely give that a listen today after, after we're done here. Um, two pieces of trivia I found Gary Oldman. He was in talks to play the prison warden, but uh, negotiations fell through. That would have been good. He would have been good. Yeah, yeah, I can see that. He'd be. Yeah, I, I, I think Gary Oldman could have could have been 
more evil as the warden. Yeah, like, because he's, I know because what you he's mean. Yo- younger, he would have he could have felt more of a threat and like the warden like it's just because his like his look is like battle axe-ish like i don't know like the guy if 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 no one if you've not seen it the guy is the farmer from babe yeah and he just kind of looks like that old man kind of scary look where it's like you just he he looks like you look a bit scary he looks like Mr. Burns, doesn't he? Like, he's an old, imposing white man. <laughs> Boy, yeah. But clearly he's worked his way through. But if it was Gary Oldman, he'll obviously be, what, 20 years, 25 years Gary younger. Oldman, yeah. This, this would have been before Harry Potter. So, like, it would have been... Yeah. Um, in, in, like, his 40s. Yeah, so. this, this would have just been after Prisoner of Azkaban, which came out... Oh, sorry. Fuck, yeah. yeah. It would have been just after Prisoner of Azkaban. So yeah, and fuck, they could have got him on the field. He should have done this. Fuck, he should have yeah. been in this movie. Like, don't get me wrong, the warden of this is great. Yeah. But Gary Oldman would have been great as well. But yeah, yeah just negotiations uh, fell through. Then, a piece of trivia about where this was filmed. So the movie was filmed in a closed-down part of the New Mexico State uh, Penitentiary called Old Main. So you said it was part of an open prison, but this area, it was closed down previously. Yes. So yeah, the new uh, the prison was basically next door. Um, Old Main was uh, it was part of the prison with one of the worst prison riots in U.S. history, which occurred on February second, nineteen eighty. This riot left thirty three people dead and two hundred people plus injured. What so hell? Filming, what the what were they yeah. doing? Thirty three dead in a prison riot. 33 dead, 200 plus. Fucking hell. Isn't that crazy? Did they just, they must have just set fire to something and people just trapped. Inspired by this movie. That's, that's sad. Like, don't get me wrong. Prison (laughs) and fucking wild shit happens, but like 33 people died in a prison riot. It's pretty fucked. That seems Um, excessive, even for a prison riot. Um,. New Mexico State Penitentiary Riot, which uh, blah, 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 this, um, was the most violent prison riot in U.S. history, in which took right, complete okay. control of the prison, and 12 officers were taken hostage. Several inmates Jesus were killed Christ. by other prisoners, with some being tortured and mutilated because they had previously acted as informants for prison authorities. Police regained control of PNM 36 hours after the riot had begun. By then, thirty-three those prison officers. Jesus Christ! Yeah. By then, thirty-three inmates had died, and more than two hundred were treated for injuries. None of the twelve officers taken hostage were killed, but seven suffered serious injuries caused by beatings and rapes. Yeah, Jesus, that is fucking hectic. Jesus Christ! What was the prison called? Um, just New Mexico State New, Prison. New Mexico State. Okay. Yeah, uh, penitentiary. Yeah. Um. Fucking hell. Uh, causes right was predictable incident based on an assessment of the prison conditions. Prisons overcrowded and inferior prison services. Common problems in many correctional facilities were major causes of the disturbance. On the night of the riot, there were one thousand one hundred fifty-six inmates in prison that had beds. For fewer than 963. So it was overcrowded. And then the people oh. who were killed and injured were all 
all informants for the police, pretty much. But yeah. That was crazy. Well, prison's a business in America, so... Yeah, need to know. Um, then I've got a couple of goofs here to finish off with. Uh, when Crew is stopped by the police, he flees the scene. As he leaves, the police officers are both shown taking their portable radios at... Uh, are both shown talking on their portable radios at the same time. Because they are partners, they're probably going to be on the same radio station, and if both of them press their button at the same time, nothing's getting through. Nothing's <laughs> You're just going to get the static. And then, also, many of the convicts have long and facial hair. In the Texan prison system, convicts are required to be clean-shaven and haircut very short. So you, you wouldn't see any of these beards, any of these this long hair. The great Carly would have to have a buzz cut. So. Crew cut, if you will. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> a, a Terry crew cut. Also. A, a Paul crew cut. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, what is Adam Sanders' haircut? Probably, what, number four all over? Number five all over? <laughs> he's, he's got lovely yeah. hair now. I don't know. The thing is, Adam Sanders looked the same since he was 19. Until he's grown this beard out for whatever he's doing right now. Well, yeah, we'll see. Right, okay. Let's end it there because we have been talking for a while. Have we? This is a good... Yeah, this hour and a half-ish? Hour and a half-ish. Oh, oh wait. Yeah, we started okay. half nine. Right. No, we started at half eight. Oh, sorry, <laughs> you started at half nine, I started at half eight. Yeah. Time differences. Um, Gary's 11 Matt. hours behind me. It's not like we're not fucking time traveling. <laughs> do you want to let the people what we know? Uh, blah, 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 blah. Do you want to let the people know what we have next? Oh, yes. fuck. Podcast scores. Scores. Movie scores. Oh, carry, carry, carry. See? We're, we're, we're a month we're away. Out and we're, we're out of practice. Completely out of practice. Right. Okay. The longest yard. <laughs> Last the time longest did this yard. podcast. You give Spanglish <laughs> two. Really? <laughs> so I'm just the longest yard compared with. I would. Spanglish. I thought I would have given Spanglish more than a two. Jesus. But you know what? Well, that's just rose rose tinted glasses because I've not seen that movie in like three months now. So. <laughs> um, yeah. The longest yard out of ten. This is I. You know what? I really really liked this. I'm going to give this like a nine point three. 9.3 sandbags out yeah. of 10, and what sort of flood could your 9.3 sandbags stop? The flood of tears at Caretaker's funeral. Oh, very, very deep. I was going to say this is close to being your highest. Close. But it, it's but currently in third out. place for you. you give Behind Happy ha- Gilmore and Little Nicky? You give Happy Gilmore 9.4 and you give Little Nicky a 10. Lil Nick and Stain Champ, mate. It's my favourite Adam Sandler movie, and no one can tell me that it's not worth 10. I don't give a fuck. You give me uh, any Adam Sandler movie with fucking Ozzy Osbourne coming in as an angel, you fucking winning gold as far as I'm concerned. Hey, yeah, that's fair enough. Right, <laughs> looking at these scores, um, I am going to put this just above the Waterboy with an 8. Point three. You're saying this is Adam Sandler's best football movie? I think so. 
I think it's it might not be funnier than the water boy, but I but think it's definitely better. Yeah, and I think it's got more heart than the water boy. So I'm gonna I give agree. that an eight point three sandbags out of ten, and my eight point three sandbags could stop the flood of like the fluid and or petrol that is required to blow up a radio to kill caretaker. So I went deep, you went dark. Nice. <laughs> um, our average scores, they are very, very close right now. My average score is a 5.33 out of 10 and your average score is a 5.53 out of 10. Think me giving one a ten and one a zero really helped my scores there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. So um you have given one ten and two zeros. <laughs> two zeros? What was the other one? <laughs> it would have been big Stan, has to be. Big Stan and going overboard. Yeah, okay. Yeah, okay. Like, <laughs> there's no way it was any other film. I give going o- overboard a one point two six, which I think is fair with uh with all the funny going overboard in hindsight <laughs> i was more harsh on than i should have been definitely worth a score like just purely purely based on the shirt joke alone and i give but a big stand was dog shit big stand deserved nothing i'm sorry but you've you've let yourself down there big stand deserved zero the only thing i can give you the point three four is the fact that david carradine was in it oh fuck i forgot he was in it <laughs> No, there, there must have been something in Big Stan that uh, <laughs> that made it redeemable. Uh, right, Matt. Mm. Now, do you want to let the people know <laughs> what what we uh, what we got next week? People, next week we do indeed have. Well, supposed to be the next movie chronologically is Juice Bigelow, European Gigolo, which we have already watched. Yeah. After that, we've got Grandma's Boy. So are we moving on to our miniseries next week? No, we're continuing with Sandler. We, we got... We got oh, okay, yeah, so, so our next movie next, is Click. Click, correct. So, yeah, next Click. Sandler starring movie is... Because, wait, he's not in Grandma's Boy, is he? He's just a producer. No. Yes. Okay, yeah. So next week we have Click with... Who's in Click? Henry Winkler. Black Adam's very own Henry Winkler. Harry, w- uh, I've not seen it. So, have you? Have you not? Why would what? I have seen Black Adam? I've got no intention oh, of watching no. Black. I, I thought you meant Click then. Oh God, no! I've seen Click. Ha- David Hasselhoff. <laughs> David David Hasselhoff, Kate Beckinsale, fucking uh, Christopher Walken. Christopher Walken, that's his name. Bristol. Um, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's what I was going for. <laughs> um, yeah. I, I can't can't remember ever ever enjoying Click, so we'll we'll see if if my tastes have grown over the past. I think years. Click, you'd, from memory, I enjoyed it more as a kid than I'd have done as an adult. See, I didn't enjoy it as a kid. And I so don't know we why. might not have any hope for next week, but we'll uh, certainly see how we go. I've not I've not watched that for five or six years now, at least. So. We'll, uh, I don't think. We'll, we'll see how, how it goes. Um, yeah, if you, I, I'm happy to end it. If nothing if else, wanna, for me. if you could leave us a five star review on 
Apple Podcast and Spotify really helps out with the podcast. Uh, Depending Algorithm. on your listening preferences. Yeah, well, wherever you listen to, really. Um, send us an email at sosandrospod at gmail.com. Follow us on our Instagram. I think we say uh, goodbye. Arrivederci.